Welcome to Talk Digital, a weekly podcast where we discuss a range of digital tools, techniques, and platforms that will help you grow your business online. This is James, and I'm joined by my very special guests as we talk about things online and marketing. Let's get started. Let's talk digital. So this week, we're talking about asking your community for help. Ooh, so, this is an interesting one. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of like a don't ask, don't get Mm-hmm. right so we have for sure like thrown around things around uh call to actions and saying you know y- if you want someone to do something you need to essentially give them that really clear without any ambiguity statement of do this yeah um so this is more of a community focus um not necessarily in a group sense just in a kind of a who is your community who is your following uh who's in your your inner circle kind mm-hmm. of thing and then saying well what's the most useful actions they can help you with so we were just throwing around some ideas uh in the studio before we came in to record and uh, i know you mentioned reviews do you want to kick off there yeah so i guess one of the reasons why this subject is so interesting is because i don't think a lot of people realize that they can ask their community for help um and reviews is one of those things that we always tend to stumble across when we talk about this or broach this topic mm-hmm. so People obviously want reviews, whether it's on Facebook or Google My Business or anything like that. And it's literally the idea that you can just ask people to leave you a review as opposed to waiting and sort of, you know, expecting someone to do it without giving them the call to action to actually do do it. Right. And I think sometimes the perception is that waiting, not asking, Mm -hmm. is more organic. So I just want to make maybe clear as to the the angle we're approaching this on. We're not saying that you should ask for a five-star review. We're just saying you should ask for a review. Absolutely. And, you know, like, because if you're giving people the wording, you're saying, hey, it would really help me if you could go to this platform and copy and paste this message, <laughs> then that's that's no longer organic. But I have no problem saying, hey, person X, would you please take a moment and share your thoughts of working with us to help other people make that decision as whether we're the right fit for them? Yeah. And I'm just saying, whatever you think is fine, I'm not going to steer the conversation I, of course, would like it to be positive, but it's not a requirement, no. right? So you're not asking them to say something. You're just asking them to say something. Mm-hmm. I mean, we do that in... So anyone who comes on any of our workshops, a day after they've attended the workshop, they'll receive an email. And at the top of that email is a question. So have you Did that, did you enjoy your experience with Hypestar? Mm-hmm. And there's a tick or a cross and you can... If you, if you tick the tick sorry if you click the tick then um, surprisingly say that fast three times no Um, (laughs) challenge for this week no um but if you click that then you'll go through to our google my business review page and you Mm -hmm. can type type, write your review there and and it's something as simple as that as incentivizing somebody to do something um because they've clearly enjoyed an experience so in terms of the context of asking your community on something like facebook you don't have to say it as bluntly as, you know, can you leave me a review to everyone in a post? You could say, well, anyone who's actually been my client, if you've enjoyed your experience with me, or if you have, we talked about negative reviews before, so in terms of constructive criticism, um, then you can literally just ask someone to do that for you. Okay, now you, you just said something, I want to make sure whether it's what you meant or whether I misunderstood, because mm-hmm. you said about incentivizing someone to leave a review. Oh. Is that... Um, because we don't incentivize people to leave review we encourage yes that's but incentivize not, suggests some kind of 
payment. Some kind of transaction. Yes, I, I didn't mean that okay. in like a reciprocal way. Like, what have you been asking people to do? <laughs> okay. We have many malwams in the office. <laughs> what does that mean? The sweets. Oh, is that where they come from? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Amy is sponsored by a candy manufacturer. Um, yeah, so so we definitely encourage, encourage. We we ask, we request, we you know like unapologetically we say, look, this really really helps us. So if you could share whatever your feeling is, that would be super awesome. Um, and my, as we talked about in the past, you're right, we, we've done an episode on dealing with negative reviews or something. And I think I said something at the time, I was like, if it's constructive, I don't really mind. Um, it's obviously I'm, my aim, my target for every session, every interaction is that everyone leaves super duper happy. But if there's something I could do better, uh, something you could do better, something we could do better, I, I wanna know what that is for sure because it's probably not that big of a deal in as much for me to fix. So if someone just kind of says, you know what, I would like there to be more Mawam, what do you call them? Mawams. Mawams. I'm pretty certain that's, anyway. Sorry, I'm not questioning that. I'm not even <laughs> sure what we're talking about. But if someone wants more candy, mm-hmm. then we can we can go and buy some sweets. That's not the problem. And if that means that they have a better experience, fine. Yeah. You know, but I mean, more often than not, I think probably people tend to tell us that in person um, particularly when it comes to sweets mm-hmm. <laughs> have a little tantrum can I go I want more Haribo and we go and get some but yeah it, it, as long as you're just asking and saying can you do this please rather than can you write this please then, mm-hmm. I, then I, I think that's something that not only can you do but you should do you should yeah. be asking people for that kind of feedback and I suppose it comes down when you think about it, it's just a standard call to action if you don't ask people won't do it Exactly. Because people, in a very general sweeping statement kind of way, we're all fundamentally lazy. In as much as we, we, there's no incentive for us to do it. So if we don't ask, a lot of people won't think to do it. And I don't mean that as critical as it sounds. I'm, I'm speaking about all of us. We're all usually front and center to complain about our shopping experience when we're in a supermarket. But how many of us necessarily think, well, that's that was a good experience. Mm. So I'll still tweet them. I absolutely, them. yeah. I think I think we are all a little bit lazy i i completely agree with the idea that we don't think to do something like that right i think a lot of us believe that a good service or a good experience is expected yeah so like you say it's it's and also it's so much easier to react to something when you're frustrated yeah, yeah. But when you've had a good experience you sort of dawdle along and carry on and you know everyone goes in their jolly way so yeah i I, th- I don't think that a lot of us would think to leave a review or even it's been the case where i've you know uh, hired the services of a local business and I've actively said I'm going to leave you a review because I know it's going to help you and I know for a fact that two months later I've still not blocked out time to do it even though it'll take me three to five minutes um because oh well actually because you're so busy and important no that adds to the laziness argument doesn't it <laughs> oh god this is so bad um so yeah but, but I completely agree with both reasons <laughs> I think just to maybe pick up on on your specific circumstance and also just to clarify something I was probably a bit too broad in saying lazy is probably not the right word right it's just something that I think you probably explained it better and we expect service our experience to Mm. be positive so it does it just doesn't reconcile with us Mm. so okay so I've had a good experience well right you should have a good experience therefore it's just not it, it's fine that's what i expected it's only when you go into a let's say a restaurant you have a bad experience then you kind of go that's not what i was expecting therefore i need to act on it what i'm saying is yes all of that is right for sure but we know reviews 
from a social proof, so from a testimonial perspective, if you say, um, I have worked with Amy and she was brilliant and she explains things really clearly and she's patient, someone else will look at that kind of keyword and it might not be something that resonates with everyone, but it might just be someone who has had a less than positive experience with a different trainer who is maybe a bit snippy with them. And so they've, they've shied away from it. And, and we know that you've had a couple of people um, in the last few weeks that have specifically gravitated you because people have described you as patient. Um, and that's helped you get those clients. Mm-hmm. So it's it's that kind of testimonial. Now, if you, and we're sort of dripping back into the, uh, or drifting back into the testimonial thing, that'll be, but just to cover something, I know we covered this in a different episode, but if you say that you're brilliant and you're patient and you're X, Y, and Z, that's not untrue. I mean, for the record, it isn't untrue, but it, your bias, you, it doesn't hold the same credibility. Mm. But if someone else says it about you, and so that's the value we kind of place in, in reviews. Um, and also there's, there's algorithmic uh, benefits. We know yeah. this, right? It helps you be shown up and stuff like that. So using your community, I think this is where we're going with it, is kind of saying your current customer base are your supporters. And so for something that takes someone three to five minutes or whatever you said to do, then it's not a difficult task. And if, you're, if your customers are, are really as, as loyal and passionate and supportive of you, asking them to take three to five minutes out of their busy time, for most people, isn't going to be much of a challenge. Seemingly, it does seem <laughs> to be a massive challenge for you, but I can only assume <laughs> that you're a horrible, horrible person and you yeah. didn't want to do it. No, that's not why. <laughs> no, that's horrible. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I feel like I should do a promo for them now on here. <laughs> it's one of those. But I, I think, I think, in terms of what you were saying about, cause I think there could be potential for somebody to misconstrue what we've just talked about in the sense that you know it's it's better when somebody else leaves you a positive or leaves you a review, sorry, right. rather than you waxing lyrical about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's not to say that you asking your community to leave you a review and giving that call to action somehow, you know, bypasses that whole the credibility that they're giving by leaving a review. it's more the fact that you are encouraging and empowering your existing customers to actually talk about their experience Mm -hmm. and and mention it and you know 100% agree absolutely it it only takes it away from that organic model when you tell them what to say yeah and that unequivocally is is what I'm saying don't do if if someone sent me a paragraph of text in fact this has happened to me before when someone said will you write me a LinkedIn recommendation I've taken the liberty of drafting it for you nice (laughs) And, I, and I'm like, here, the irony is it, it's not necessarily that far off what I might have said, but I'm really confused with why you're giving me the words mm. because it doesn't sound like something I would say. The positivity behind it, it I, didn't, I, I didn't quibble against that, but I was like, that doesn't sound like something I would write. So it's going to seem really fake. Did you, did you just think I wouldn't do it? Would you, did you think I'd say no? Like, are you trying to be helpful? I'm not sure where you're going with this. Has this gone out to 50 different people? Yeah, I, I, I honestly... Mm. It's difficult, isn't it? Because I like to believe that nobody does anything with that kind of... Un- it's almost like an underhanded oh, malice. Or- it happens. I don't... That's a legitimate... <sighs> I mean, it happened a couple of years ago, but yeah. it, legitimately, I've been sent copy or, yeah, and, and just said, could you please copy and paste this? And I, that just feels wrong to me. It, no, I, I completely agree. I do think that coming from trying to think that everyone's trying to do things for the best reason maybe they feel like it like you say it's more convenient for you but i completely would not encourage anyone to do it absolutely and also i think it's interesting what you said about 
the tone as well. So particularly something like LinkedIn, the network that you exist within, people know how you speak. They yeah. know the kind of language you use. So Absolutely. if it doesn't sound like you, then it's going to come across very odd. Like, right. You know. and, the, and the most powerful impression that a review that I leave is going to be of people who know me. Yeah. So that's where I, that's where that review holds the most credibility. So they'd written something it's like, like weirdly formal, if I remember correctly. And it was just like, oh, I thoroughly enjoyed the experience of the consultation I received from this agent of the brand. And I was like, <laughs> what? So are you sure? Like, I'm pretty sure I'd write something like, it was really awesome. Uh, would totes recommend? Like, Grin emoji. <laughs> yeah. Like, nerd emoji. <laughs> thumbs up. <laughs> it was it was cool, cool beans awesome yeah. sauce <laughs> like that's how i'm gonna write it mm-hmm. i'd write it might be slightly more professional it was on linkedin but hashtag uh, hype stuff yeah <laughs> i probably wouldn't hashtag someone else's review but like it, yeah it just didn't it didn't sound like something i would write mm. um so it didn't have the authenticity to so i so for the record just in case anyone's super invested and wondered how that turned out i wrote them the positive recommendation but i wrote it myself and I was like, that's what I write. And obviously in LinkedIn recommendations terms, it workflows through to them. Mm. So they had the choice to accept or request a rewording. They accepted it and they were very happy with what I wrote. I didn't really feel like it was a great burden on me to write something. I'm happy to write recommendations for people that I know mm-hmm. and have worked with. So I won't fake it, but I didn't I didn't respond warmly. or I didn't feel warm about someone sending me text and say, here you go, just use this. Mm. It, it, it feels odd to me. So being asked to do stuff, I have no problem with at all. And I think our angle on this one is you've got a whole bunch of supporters, be it on your Facebook page, group, any social media following, email list, customer base, you know, people that like you. So are you mobilizing that army to do the things that you know can help you? So reviews is, is just one of those. Obviously, there's loads of different call to actions. But if you want people to do things, then ask yeah and, and ask ask the people that are most likely to convert mm. the people that have already converted same argument that we always say about the reactions on things like facebook so i know we've talked about them before mm-hmm. so literally asking your community to love your content yeah that could be something that you do and um i know somebody who has done that and i think i actually think i mentioned it this in the episode that we talked about this um but I think they got something like four loves and two likes on that single on that post, which is the most frustrating thing ever. But still, it, it's it's educating people. Like we said, people don't think about these things. So anything that your customer isn't aware that you would like them to think about, just mm-hmm. put that out there, put it in front of them, and just say, look, this is what's going to help me as a business. If you have time or the inclination to do this. Um, which I do. <laughs> I, I'm not judging. I, you're, you're the one who didn't do it. It's the fact that I, I, it's the fact that I've remembered that I need to do it as well. That's what's stressing me out so much. Would you, would you like to take a moment now? Oh, I, I would. Okay, so for anyone who's interested in interiors and likes uh, brands such as Swoon, John Lewis and Made.com, there's a company in Beamish called Wabi Sabi. Okay. And they sell secondhand furniture from these companies. Um, so that's my shout out to Wabi Sabi. You can go on Facebook and find them on Facebook Marketplace. They also have their own Facebook page. So there's my shout out. But genuinely, the nicest people ever. So lovely. And my, my dining room table looks brilliant. Um, I would but... just like to point out, <laughs> Wabi Sabi are not sponsored We're not this sponsored episode. by Wabi Sabi. Um, that was a legitimate... <laughs> what uh... people are going to do now is they're going to ask me to write them a review and hope I forget so that I, that I guilt-tripped into doing this. I feel like this could become... 
Yeah. Yeah, let's not. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure I'm always happy to just open up to testimonials no. that you couldn't bother me bother to write on the internet. But I think as a one-off, uh, then fair enough. Everyone check them out and see if they are the right fit for you. Other, <laughs> other furniture providers they are. are available from your local high street retailers. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, so uh mobilizing your army mobilizing your community i think mm-hmm. that's where we started that's a, that's a good place to to get to uh reviews we talked about um general call to actions as you just talked about you know in, empowering your community to understand what a love does instead of a like yes um and we've definitely talked about that in the past and i don't recall exactly when but we definitely talked about the, the stronger the emotion on the facebook reaction the more it helps you mm-hmm. that's, that's the takeaway on that point um any other call to actions that you can think of either you've used or seen that people should be using. So we know that if you put co- question, well, I'd like to think it was obvious. If you put a question in a, a social post, the implication is that people should answer it. I don't personally, I wouldn't necessarily feel the need to add a call to action to say, please answer the question of us. I think that's obvious. I think it's implicit. But if you see questions, um, I suppose there's guidance for those of you bombing around the internet. And, and maybe thinking to yourself, how can I be more helpful to other people that I like? Genuinely, if you see questions, answer them. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of two things. Either the, either the page is legitimately asking for your opinion, which is more than not the case, or, or the, at the very least, they're trying to go, drive engagement. Yeah. So it'll take you a couple of seconds. If you could drop an answer in, and that's a, a self-plea as well as general for the uh, the interwebnet. You know, like if you see something on Hypestar, please do answer it. We, you know, we really do want to know um, your opinion. Um, and also it helps us get that content in front of more people. Um, if you're reacting, strong emotions, you know, like if you want to react with an angry face to something <laughs> we post, you knock your socks off. If it makes you angry, <laughs> don't feel the need to hide that. Then what we'll do is we'll tag you in a comment, ask you why you're angry and start a, a discussion in Absolutely. the comments. So I'd love to. Yeah. Self, yeah. If you're angry, really. feel free to proactively tell us. Say, <laughs> I'm angry because. But I think that's really interesting, though. I run a furniture shop and I asked oh. someone to leave me a review once. <laughs> sorry guys um but i think it's interesting because we we're basing this on the idea that we as businesses need to ask our community for things but Mm -hmm. also we as individuals who use these social spaces also have a responsibility so there's no point in following a load of people like we all we all complain all the time or we have people come to us and complain that you know no one's engaging in content and things like this but we also as people who follow other businesses and profiles and stuff have a responsibility to take note of call to actions that people are giving us so i think that's a nice thing to say as well so if, if you want people to engage with your posts engage with other people's posts as well is that where you're going with that yeah i guess so are you not sure where you were going with that or am i wrong i was just agreeing with your point from okay earlier. <laughs> <laughs> i just want to make sure i understand what you're saying correctly so i think what i heard and just keep me honest here mm. is if, if you're expecting your community to engage with the posts and you're not engaging with other people's posts, then that's not necessarily an explanation as to why, but it's it's systematic of the same problem. Yeah. So if, yes. we, if we want more people to engage, then maybe as a society, we need to be engaged more. Yes, right. it's, it's like, it's that whole thing of people saying social media isn't social anymore. And it's because you have a lot, well, there's there's a case to say that, you know, potentially a lot of people are sort of milling around, scrolling through things very quickly and, and just not observing or not being sociable with the content. It, it's more about, I don't know, absorbing things as quickly as possible or just, yeah. dulling your brain i don't know what people are doing so so yeah watching love island all, all that yeah they're probably just scrolling through instagram whilst having love island on the background something like that. so it's literally my idea of hell i know <laughs> <laughs> uh you'll be pleased to know i'm not watching this season 
So there we go. I, <laughs> this I is the longest I, time. I have never seen you look so blank. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't even know that it was on. <laughs> I genuinely uh, couldn't care any less about Love Island if I tried. I um, okay, so yeah, that, I think that's. It, let me rephrase it as a question: Is that a good place to leave it? Because it feels like we've covered. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Cool. Um, brilliant. So there's some there's some top tips for you with regard to um, engaging your community they are there uh, we are there why why are we excluding ourselves from the community if you listen to this we are part of your community that's the reality we're all we're all stronger together we're in it together so if you want us to engage more if you own in all seriousness we have always had an open call if that's the right word if you want to submit a question we've always said uh, since the advent of talk digital you ask a question your name your name gets checked if you'd like it to um so by all means pop in a question through any media you have available to you and other than that i think we'll be back to chat with you next week <laughs>